Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hello, it's me, Finlia, again. I'm here again to thank our awesome, amazing patrons. So, here I go. We have our Cobalt patrons, Phoenix Black, and Daniel Paleyello, and Dylan Douglas, Clinkster, and Remington Cloutier. You guys are so awesome and amazing. And we have our Minotaur patron, Aperture Flash, and you're also awesome. And we have our dragon patrons, Darkwing MT, and Chris Slate, and Mandy Johns. You guys are just the best, and you guys deserve all the cotton candy, and all the carrot pizzas, and everything else. You guys are great. Thank you. Well, welcome back to the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. I am the Almighty Crit, Aaron. And today's question of the day. We haven't done one of these in a while. Good. Good. We're just going to stay simple. What is your favorite color? I'm going first because it's got to be Aaron. Mine's orange. Damn it. (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Yeah, who are you? Oh, yeah, it's Michelle. (laughs) <laughs> Who do you play? You just you were just overly excited for that orange. <laughs> orange is my favorite color. <laughs> Isn't that my favorite color? Well, mine's uh, burnt orange, so eat it. I play uh I play Elfie, the druid fairy. Yeah, cool story, bro. Uh <laughs> I still I still beat you and I still said orange first. Damn it. Uh <laughs> Daniel? Um Daniel, I play the fire genasi known as Flint Cole. And I kind of have two favorite colors. Oh, God. Here we go. Mostly it's purple, but it's dark purple and then dark blues. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm, I would have to say, yeah, I have two two favorite colors, be like orange and yellow. It should be orange. I had to throw that in there it in case you tried orange. to say yellow also. Gold. It should be All orange and, and no, burnt. No, no, yellow. Hey, Gold. it should be orange and burnt orange. <laughs> no, any orange, any yellow. <sighs> Ariel? <laughs> um, Ariel, I play the Heron Gone Monk, Minlia, and my favorite color is red, like the blood of my enemies. <laughs> but I don't have any because I'm Vinlia and I'm sweet and I would never kill anybody. Please, guard, be alive. <laughs> I think it's too late for that guard. It's too late. He did. Oh, gosh. Well, with all that being said, time for recap. So last episode was a doozy. You managed to escape captivity. You were on your run. You found a wounded individual. And as you guys are about to render your aid, some random punk ass came and murdered him in front of you. Whooped you guys to the side and left you for broken, saying he's expecting things from you. You all decided that it was time to get a rest before you figure out what to do next in this strange new world. And two party members that are not here today heard rustling on the outside of the tent. And where we're going to pick up is the following morning. As the three of you wake in, there's no carnival tent to be seen over your heads. Wobbling and your newly acquired friend are gone. Flint? Where is everyone, Flint? They, they all, they're gone. Do you think they left us? They wouldn't do that, would they? They took the tent! <laughs> I don't, I don't think they would leave us, no. They're... No, they left and they took the tent! Maybe they went to set up at the tent somewhere else. While we were in it? It's wobbling, right? How long have we known him? How many things has he said he's made? You're right. He probably thinks there's an invisible tent over us or something. <laughs> that he made. Yeah, probably. He, he does make a lot of things, Flint. Like he taught you how to talk? Well. And how to run fast? Uh, well. And how he invented the carnival? He could have invented the carnival. And how he's in charge of everything. He could be. But then why would we have a different boss if he was in charge of everything? Uh, because he put somebody... I don't know anymore. <laughs> and my ears just kind of go down. <laughs> well, don't get sad. We just can't put faith in an invisible tent that Wobble thinks that he invented. So as the three of you there are talking, I need everyone to go ahead and roll me perceptions. And for any of you that have a bonus for smell. 13. 13. 20. Ooh. 515. So my little fairy in Harangon, you do happen to catch a whiff of a delicious smell in the air. And as you smell and look to where the smell maybe coming from, you see that over the crest of a hill there is a cabin with smoke coming out of a chimney stack. 
Oh, that smells delicious. It really does. Flint. And my tummy's gurgling. I'm hungry. What's the area out other than these hills around here? Is it like wooded? Um, often the, it's it's mostly plainscape. Honestly, um, often the distance as you guys have gotten quite a distance away from you see the kingdom and it is burnt to ruins. Off in the northern direction from that, you do see that there's this little cabin. And there's not much else. It's pretty much just empty landscape, but it is full of valleys and hills. Okay, so this cabin might be okay, but if this cabin was in the woods, I'd question it. <laughs> Let's go. I'm not. I'm taking off. I'm fall, I'm flying after her. Cabin in the woods. I'll, I'll follow normally. So you three venture towards the cabin. It's a good walk away. It takes you about. I'd say about 45 minutes to get there. It's quite a distance. And as you approach the front steps, you see that it is a quaint little place. It's not the best, considering, you know, care for the facility, but it is livable and does look accommodating enough. But you do hear humming coming from the inside. I'm going to knock on the door. So as you knock, the humming stops. And a whistling begins. The whistling continues and it grows louder. And louder. And louder. Until finally the door swings wide open. And standing before you is a very handsome young human with short brown hair these brilliant amber eyes and a smile as he looks down at you two and up to Flint oh you're whistling it was beautiful I love that song what is it uh it's an old family song, Vintlia. Oh, oh, it's it's beautiful. I love. Wait, how do you know my name? Come on in, you three. Much to discuss. Uh, as my ears pin back and I like take a few steps backwards. I'll walk in first. But but Flint, Flint, you knew my name. This is a. <laughs> it's not a tavern. If they everybody knows your name. You want to go where everybody... <laughs> but, but, oh... Elfie, what do you think? I don't... I don't know. How do you know her name? I don't... I don't... I can't... I know a lot of things, Elfie. Ah, crap, you know my name, But too. I just said Elfie. Uh... Well... The world-renowned druid from the Feylands. Why don't we just wait out here and you explain things and you can slide some of that good smelling uh, stuff uh, right out We shouldn't out leave Flint alone, though. I can't leave my best friend alone. Hey, he made his choice. But he's my <laughs> best friend and I'm hopping in. He made his choice. He made his choice. Just slide some food out here. Finley can try it first. And I'm already are you, inside. What? <laughs> are you coming in or... Can I just flutter right here while y'all talk? I mean, by all means, be my guest, but 
Fine, I'll flutter inside, but if we die, this is your guys' fault. So as you flutter inside, the door gently shuts behind you, and you see three bowls of what seems to be some sort of stew sitting at a table. How do we know you didn't do anything to that? It smells delicious. I'm so hungry. I ate all of my pizza. I'm so hungry. Why are you laughing, Flint? Did you try it? Laughing because she's (laughs) all about this pizza that she had. (laughs) So the gentleman looks to you, goes over, grabs a spoon, and dips it in one of the bowls. Takes a bite of the spoon. Takes a bite of the spoon? Takes a bite of the spoon. (laughs) (sighs) Takes a bite off of the spoon. And places the spoon on a separate counter and he swallows opens his mouth and he says there you go that was one bowl um i i have a question <laughs> i i have a question sir uh is there meat uh, no i'm sitting down and starting like wolfing <laughs> this down Vinny doesn't eat meat i'm just gonna sit there patiently staring at her to see what if anything happens she lets out a big brr. Ah, it was delicious, guys. It was absolutely delicious. So he comes over and fills your bowl up. Oh, oh, thank you so much. Okay, you're not a bad guy. Gulp, 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 gulp. Just... How do you know? It hasn't been long enough for you to die yet. <laughs> I will just eat as normal, but I still am going to watch this guy warily because I don't know who he is, mm. but I will eat normally. I'm going to stick my finger in the bowl and lick it. Wait a few minutes, see how I feel. Can I have this recipe? This is delicious. Family secret. Oh, okay. Okay. According to your friend there, though, hmm. Elfie thinks it's made with eel guts. I don't think anything about eel guts. Yuck. Ugh. Well, that's the only reason I could think that you wouldn't dig immediately in with I was this. thinking poison <laughs> it's it's good and I feel fine actually I feel a lot better because my tummy is full I'm fine I'm fine <laughs> you should pretend to die <laughs> <laughs> I'm like see this is why we don't eat strangers food sit down if you don't mind enjoy and I will tell you a tale that's why you're here isn't it well, we smelled your food, and there was an invisible tent over our heads, and... And a stranger came and completely eradicated a village and wiped the floor with you, and you were left broken and barren. He slain this innocent creature in front of you. The stars, they fell from the heavens. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm, I'm listening, and my ears perk up, and I'm Fine. attentive. Fine, I will eat food, and I will listen. But I'm not going to promise you that I will like it. Well, let's get started. So, long ago, when the world was anew, a wondrous force came upon our planet and birthed life into it. Slowly. And not without help. And this force was righteous and good and just but slowly 
the world fell into the same patterns of madness, destruction, and greed as other worlds before it. And this being began to despair. This being's tears fell to our planet. And a very powerful and very terrible sorceress was able to get these tears, experiment on them, which I believe you've seen the results of firsthand. However, one of these tears was much larger than the others. And from this tear was birthed a being of enormous power, which is whom you cross paths with, I can only assume. It is prophesied amongst my clan that the world will fall. The gods and goddesses alike will be punished for the negligence and be cast out. And from this, a new world would be born. And those of true righteousness and power shall rise. What I'm trying to say to you three is I believe that we have reached the end times. And it's not just for Alteris, which is where you are, if you had a question. It would also be for the Feylands, the heavens, the hells, all of it would reach a climactic end. So, the reason you are here is because I have sent for you. You're, you're a really good storyteller. I'm going to start clapping. That was a really good story. It had my fur standing up on end. You officially sent for us. I sent for someone. You answered the call. The dagger? Do any of you have it? I like the story, Flynn. Did you not like the story? I'm trying to think who has it. It's kind of scary, Wobblin. And... <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> oh, such a good story. After such a good meal. Ah. So, Wobblin has the dagger. And our tent. <laughs> I was the only one who didn't touch the dagger, I believe. Yeah, I touched it and got zapped. Well, who of you touched the dagger? I touched it, but I got zapped, and it hurt. I'm sure it did. Flint? I didn't touch it at all. So, out of this group, just Vinlia. Well, Vinlia, I have a gift for you. Oh, a story, dinner, and a gift? Well, it's... Much more than that. It can be a gift or a curse. Depends on how you wield it. Oh, my ears pin back. Unfortunately, Flint, she has no choice. 
much to the same of Wobblin and anyone else who came into direct contact with the dagger. It's a catch-22. I'm starting to feel like this story wasn't just a story. You think? No, Vinlia, it was very real. It is happening now. You watched it. You watched the stars fall. It was so pretty. And those are gods. Oh, no. So your gift, as he hands you a ornately carved box. I'll put my paws out for it. So you receive the box. This is a really, really pretty box. I like this gift. Oh, Vinlia. What's inside the box? I'll open it up. So there is a glove. Ooh. A glove. It's pretty. Vinlia, for the rest of your days, you must wear this glove. And you must choose only to do good with it. You must prove yourselves to the one true deity of our wonderful world. Oh. If you can do this, there may be a chance. I I always try my best to be good. I'm I'm a very good monk. I am, but but that guard. <laughs> um, you mean the guard that is neither dead nor living? Huh? Vampires can't die from high falls. You understand this, correct? Uh, what's what's a vampire? So much to learn. You'll have to fill her in, Flint. There's some stuff she probably shouldn't know. Well, do you want to wait until she encounters one to find out? It is not my place. What I will say, Vinlia, is with that glove comes a grand responsibility. Other than proving your worth to the god, the deities, the beings of above, the immortals... You're going to have to take their gifts. Um. Osrafel too? All of them. Every god. Who is deemed unworthy. I. I accept. I will prove myself to Osra. Yes. And I take the glove. Well. Thus begins your journey, then. There's something at stake for each of you. And unfortunately, Vinlia and Wobblin and anyone else who came in contact with this dagger is going to have to carry this very same burden. So I will give these to you. So he hands two boxes to you, Flint. They contain the same objects. And to aid you on your journeys, I will gift to you, Elfie, and you, Flint, something extraordinary. Flint, you are a master archer. Yes? Indeed. Then I gift you this bow. 
and he seemingly out of nowhere hands you this very ornately carved black ebony bow. He's the best. He's the best archer around. Well, I certainly hope so. Oh, he is. This is the thorns bow. And we'll get to what it does in a minute. <laughs> Alfie. Fantastic druid. I'm going to gift you something incredible. How do you feel about animals? I like them. How would you feel if I told you I could allow you to connect with them in a completely different way? How so? And he hands you a rabbit's foot. Oh, that's uh, kind of rude, uh, isn't it? Calm down. Calm down. This is just what it was when the last person used it. Allow me to demonstrate. So he grabs it and it changes into a bear paw. And you watch him turn into a bear right before your eyes. And he drops it on the ground and he turns back to him, his original form. He hands it to you and it's a bear paw. Sis. Ooh, so if I touch it, do I turn into a bear? This is the anthropomorphic paw of shifting. So, to explain to you what the things you have been given do, we'll start with Vinlia. The glove you have will stop the taint that is... God damn it, you guys. <laughs> it will stop the evil taint. There's no way to say it. <laughs> it will stop the evil that is seeping through you from that dagger. But only if you commit good acts. The more evil you commit, the further the corruption will spread. The more good you commit, it will force it to go into like an idle state. In addition, it has the ability to take certain powers and let the wielder access them any certain way, which we'll get into much later on. This Paul that you've been given allows you to shape shift into one creature one time a day, not to exceed the size limit of large as a free action. So you can shape shift into any creature you want once a day as a free action. It cannot exceed large size. However, at all times, it allows you to speak to all animal kind in their native tongues. without having to cast a spell. So it allows you to do speak with animals without having to cast. Also, I was thinking about this glove that she got. So you're telling me this evil's never going to spread then, right? Because she doesn't do evil acts. I don't know. Let's we'll see. Depends on what the glove considers evil. So talk back to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so for your bow, it has also has dual properties so it is not strung you'll have to string it yourself depending on the string you use to string it depends on the durability of the weapon 
So if you use an elven string to string it, it'll be pretty sturdy. If you use just basic rope, it'll still fire arrows, but it can't take a big, it can't take a lot of hits. The sturdiness depends on what you use for the rope. Its magical properties are, if fired into a forest, it will cause the spell Entangle to immediately activate within a 40-foot range of where the arrow was fired. In addition to this, once per day, if you dip the string from the bow into a goblet, it will create a divine concoction that will cure any ailment or poisoning. But that will only activate once per day. And it will cost you the usage of your string. So, these are my gifts to you. In addition to this, I will leave you with one piece of advice. I would get a boat and travel south from here. There is the land... Down under. God damn it, Ariel. (laughs) (laughs) There is a landmass down there. And it will lead you to where you want to go. I can't help you any more than this. Oh, you and helped you... so much. One more thing. Where did Wobblin and the little weird man go? Before I answer this, I must warn you. You are not the only adventurers I've sent on this quest. You there are others. them separately? <laughs> no. I have sent seven groups of five. Do we have to kill them? I, I don't kill anybody. I would never kill anybody. That's mean. I didn't say Nobody I says to. you have to kill anyone. But what I am saying to you is this isn't just on your shoulders. And you should aid each other in any way you can. Okay, I guess that was my question. Are we helping each other or, or is this the... And if any of you happen to turn from your destinies or your tasks and begin to commit evil and begin to use the powers you've been given for that purpose I would hope that you would completely shall we say alleviate them of their taskings I think you understand what I mean Flint noted I wish you the best I've packed your bags And he waves his hand. And behind you are three well-packed kits. Is there a map as part of that kit? Yes. Of course, I wouldn't send you into the wilderness. That's some sort of guide. You might assume capable adventures might be able to find their way. (laughs) As for Wobblin and your friend Half-Cocked? Sure. I will be seeing them shortly. I'm sure. And I will send them to meet with you. Is there a tent in here? There's everything you could ever need in there. Mister? Hmm. I I have a question. Of course. Will we ever get back home? 
I think you will. And her ears perk up at that. I wouldn't ask you if I didn't think you capable. And I think there's still plenty of time to enjoy the carnival when you get back. Her eyes light up like sparkly anime girl eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Masa-san! Thank you. Thank you so much. What's your name? You can call me the Traveler. Thank you so much, Traveler. You have been nothing but awesome. You've fed us. You've given us gifts. You told us an awesome and terrifying story. And you even gave us bags. Thank you so much. You're really awesome. One last gift. Consider this cabin a place for you to rest your heads if you ever on this continent again. It's safe. We have nothing to fear. So with that, I will bid you adieu. Goodbye. Goodbye, sir. Sweet, kind sir. So he just kind of shakes his head and smiles and he walks out the front door. He was really nice, guys. I really liked him. Yeah, he didn't put poison in our stews. Did any of you finish your stews or not finish your stews? I would think maybe she wouldn't have. There's still a big pot of stew if you're still hungry. I'm going to make myself another bowl and start (laughs) eating. I finished it while he was talking. The entire time I didn't smile. (laughs) Remember, I don't have a smile. Poor Flint. I'm also going to search for some sort of like canteen or something I can store the stew in. So you have two canteens in your kit. One is full. The other one is wherever you want to use it for. In goes some stew. (laughs) It's going to be so nasty later. She's going to forget about this stew. And in like two months, she's going to be like, oh, yeah, I I have stew. (laughs) Oh, here, kind traveler, drink this water. Poison. (laughs) Oh, God, what's in that? Oh, oh, no, the stew. (laughs) The meat's all molded. Oh, wait, there's no meat there's in there. There's no meat. Whatever's in there is molded. Vegetables. That's why it's poison. Can you imagine? It'd be all really, fermented. really liked that guy. He was very nice. Yep. <laughs> do you think, do you think we can do this, Flint? Now, when you say go home, where are you referencing? The Feywild. Because my home's not actually the Feywild. Yeah, but you were there with me, so. There isn't much at home left for me. In other words, she's not giving you her choice. Your home is now the Feywild. Flint, you can keep traveling with me. See? You're my best friend. Good luck. We can go back to the monastery. Well, I have to continue to fight fiends. As long as we do that, that's fine. Okay. Listen, I can turn into anything I want as long as it's a large creature, so I'm cool Don't turn into a fiend. Why would I want to do that? Because I have to kill you. That was dumb. (laughs) I wouldn't do that. I said creature. That wouldn't be very nice. Yeah, I don't think a fiend's a normal creature anyway. I could just be like a large dragon and eat you. Wouldn't be a very big dragon, but it'd be enough to eat you. Should we get going, guys? But then that would be bad, so. What time of day is it? 
It is uh, probably late morning. We are healed from the tent. You are healed completely. In fact, you all have 10 additional hit points as a bonus. From the stew. No, bonus. So don't ever long rest and you won't lose them. (laughs) The stew gives you hit points extra. So as long as you don't let it go bad and you eat it, you'll be fine. I'm going to put the backpack on. Well, I'm going to what I'm going to do is the backpack that I did have. I'm going to put those items into the new one. Okay. Leave the old one here and then put the backpack on. I want to pull out the map. I want to look at the map. Can I go through the cabinets and see anything I can find? There's nothing in these cabinets. I will tell you that right spanking now. There's nothing interesting in this cabin. Nothing. It is empty. In fact, you literally have beds. There are five beds in this cabin. Is there a blanket on that bed? There are tons of blankets. Taking a blanket. (laughs) Out of spite. Um, Yes. So taking a look at the map. Um, the map only currently shows your location on this continent, which is unlabeled, and the edge of another continent down south. Now, can I see where we need to, where a potential town or city would be to Mm -hmm. get a boat? Yep. How far away, just gauging on the map, do I think it is? Roll me a nature check first. That's a six. Okay. So you don't really know the distance. You can't really gauge the distance There's with the, with what you have on this map. You can't really tell how far this place is. You can't tell how big the actual ocean is. Nothing. Can I um, look over his, sh- well, not really look over his shoulder, but like kind of peek in and it's, look myself? It's probably on the table. So. Yeah, you can if you want. Wow, this is a really neat map. <coughs> that was a five. Yeah, no. Even less than me. So with you looking at the map, what you can tell is that there's a town at the edge of the continent you're on. Looks like a port city or port town. And then there are several port towns along the southern coast of this continent you were told to go to. Sorry. There are several port towns along the northern coast of this continent you were told to go on to. So I'm trying to just determine the, the shortest path. So the shortest path from where you are looks to be straight across. Well, and that's and that's actually on this continent too. It's straight down. Mm-hmm. So I'll point that out. Uh, hopefully we can figure out our directions outside of this cabin and head in the right direction. Oh, yeah. It's easy. You just have to look at the sun and where it is. The sun rises in the east and it sets in the west. Okay, I'll, I'll let me stop you there. So I'm not an, actually an expert because I'm not from here. But some places... I've never been to, but I've heard sometimes have multiple suns or suns that do different things. It might work that way, but I don't want us to get stuck in that possibility. 
I'm gonna set my bag down and rummage through and see if I can find a compass. Roll me a perception. Seven. So, as you're looking through the bag, you do happen to find a compass. And, okay. Looks like a compass. I found a compass. That should lead us in the right direction. But, but, but what if it's different here than... No, no, no. Does the map have a cardinal direction on it? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. So, going by the map, it will work. Okay. And then we can determine if the sun does follow proper procedure. <laughs> okay, well, this will be fun. Are we are we ready to go? Because I'm I'm ready to prove myself to Osra. I'm going to tie the blanket around my neck. Like a cape? Like a cape draped between my wings so my wings can still do the little fluttery thing. Grab my backpack and I'm ready to go. Do you have this really long cape? I do. I imagine one of the beds to be like, oh, we got like four normal sized little cots, and then you have this itty bitty little one. Yeah. See? It's on a bookshelf. It's on a book. Wow. <laughs> it's a drawer that gets pulled out. <laughs> I get a drawer, you guys get beds. Oh. That's okay. Yeah, you know what? We're going to do that. She's got a tiny little blanket draped around. It's almost like a hand towel. It probably is a hand towel. <laughs> From the way it feels. She's tied serious. around her neck. I'm super healthy. It's all the bedding. It's all hand towel stuff. Oh my god. I love your cape. Thank you. I made it myself. I'm gonna start thumping my foot. Are we ready to go? I think she's excited. Maybe we should go. Well, keep all that information for out there. Don't want you to get wore out yet. Information. No. Energy. You said information. You did. <laughs> you did say information. I said what I said. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, what information is he talking about? But I was like, I must have missed something. We'll just keep going. <laughs> so with that, you three decide that you're going to start your journey to the coast. And that is where we'll end tonight's episode. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. Thank you all for listening. Tune in in two weeks. Hey, everybody. It's the Almighty Grid. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We love making these and we're going to keep getting better. Big shout out to all our patrons again. Thank you so much for everything you do. And thank you all for listening. You're just as wonderful. You guys are awesome. Incredible. We love you. Without all of you, this show wouldn't be worth it. As always, intro, outro, we're done by Joseph McDade. Wonderful artist. Go check him out. Links in the show notes below. And if you want to hear more of our ridiculous antics, you can go check out one of our other shows on the Robots Radio Network, Call of Cthulhu, Mythos Mysteries, or Cyberpunk our cyberpunk red live play podcast, or you can join us on Patreon where we post all our episodes ad free and exclusive episodes. Next one coming up, Dungeons and Dragons, Mad Libs. And if you want to chat with us, we're always available, always ready to talk on discord at the robots radio network discord links in the show notes below, or you can hit us up on Twitter at four underscore crit. And if you love the show, let us know, leave a review. We love them. We love to see them. (laughs) And it helps us grow. Uh, Tell a friend. We love welcoming new friends of our own. Till next time, everybody. Keep those crits natural.